0: You have reached the geek elite. Good luck.
1: In a world where knowledge is king, two men will strive to... <coughs> <coughs> oh, sorry about that. We're 100 Things We Learned From Film, the podcast that takes a different subject movie each week and tries to learn 100 things. Hence the funny title. I'm Mark and I'm John and my favourite thing I've learned so far is that chickens have pea crystals What's yours? <laughs> quite do you know the mosquito in the original Jurassic Park is the only type of mosquito that doesn't actually suck blood so in this case no blood no dinosaurs no film so that's us 100 things we've learned from film check us out wherever you get your podcasts every Monday
0: Welcome back for another issue of Imagine If. This week, we are starting off our Suicide Squad month. Yeah, there's a movie coming out, Chris. We have a new DC movie coming out this month. Yep, The Suicide Squad. That's (laughs) right. We have to to differentiate from the last Suicide (laughs) Squad movie. Uh, And there's lots of uh, controversy about that. But we're not talking about controversy. We're talking about one specific character. We're going to be seeing... Idris Alba in this new James Gunn movie he's going to be playing a character by the name of Bloodsport
1: yep that's right uh, the man who can make or the man who can get any weapon he needs so it'll be very interesting to see uh, how Idris will handle this character and Will he play well with others or not? I mean, once again, there's not a lot of issues with this particular <laughs> character. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, like, uh, Be Ready fans, we're going to talk about all three comic books that matter. <laughs> He's got more appearances in reference material than he does have in real material.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then there's also other characters by the same name. That's true. So yeah. there's there's that. We're going to be talking about one specific one. We're going to be talking about Robert... Um, Dubois, okay. yeah. uh, which sometimes goes by
1: Bobby, I, we're almost positive that's the one that uh, Idris Elba is playing. Yeah. yeah, so so far all the material I've seen leads to that being the name, right? Um, and I'll be curious to see because wait till we start talking about his origin. Will they hold on to that little factoid or not? So that's interesting, be interesting,
0: very interesting.
1: Yes, uh, but as always, we got to get to the spinner
0: rack first. So what is new? on this new comic book day.
1: All right, so head to your LCS on Terrific Tuesday, and let's see. From DC Comics, we have American Vampire, 1976, Issue 10. So those beautiful Ra- uh, Raphael Albuquerque covers are out there. Batman Issue 111 will be out with a uh, team up of Jorge Ramirez and James the Fourth. So this is going to be leading us to the scared state. Now, I do like this cover B variant by Gabriel Del I like it for two reasons. One... Remember when Fla- or when New 52 started? Uh-huh. Batman doesn't sit. And it's like literally in his first appearance, he's sitting. In his first appearance in the New 52, he's sitting. Is it scared state you or fear state? fear state? Fear state. There okay. we go, fear state. But And then the second reason why I like that is um, Gabriel Del Otto, when he did the, um, uh, I think it was Action Comics 1000, I think he did a variant, where they had Superman sitting in the Fortress of Solitude. Oh. So I think that's really cool. The uh, play that can go between those two covers—that
0: would be great to have those two covers next to each other.
1: Yeah, I, well, my hope is I'm gonna I'm gonna work to get that going. And actually, if I could interrupt real quick, so speaking of of wild covers and whatnot, so we've got Superman seventy eight coming out. It looks very familiar. Yep, they've done so. There's an artist. I'll have to get his name here, uh, but he managed to take the two Jim Lee covers, uh, the start of well, the start of his classic one year runs. Um, and he recrafted them, so he did one for Superman 78, number one, that'll have the Christopher Reeves Superman in that iconic captain's pose. Mm-hmm. Um, then the other one will be for Batman 89, number one, which will have Batman in his iconic pose as well. Um, this artist, I found him on Twitter, because actually, I, I know, the first time I noticed it was because Jim Lee shared the cover. And I was like, wow, this is uh, really, really wild looking. I wonder
0: how he feels about it. I mean, obviously he's the publisher now, yeah. right? So he's like, "Sure, why not. Yeah, reference
1: me. I don't <laughs> mind." No, I think I think he likes that. I think he gets very much into it cuz I know somebody did his uh, uh oh my gosh, uh his X-Men um his X-Men number 1, so that has that classic lineup of the very 90s X-Men attacking Magneto. Mm-hmm. Somebody recrafted that using the uh jla so they had the new 52 jla which he drew facing up against dark side and so it's like oh okay that's cool like and and i'll tell you this the artist did it well enough i thought it was jim lee wow yeah i was like oh this is so cool so i think i mean i imagine as an artist you got to enjoy it like You know, probably the only thing artists won't enjoy is you know what happened to Jay Scott Campbell. You know, like, well, this is how I would have drawn it. This is why you're wrong. It's (laughs) like you can critique me, but at the same time, don't don't you know force your views and thoughts on me. But anyways, this current artist, uh, Amiko Suyan, uh, you can find him on Twitter. His art is beautiful. Like he just knocked it out of the park with those two. So I've I managed to score the Batman eighty nine variant. I'm hoping to find the Superman seventy eight variant. But anyways, we'll talk more about those comics too when they get here. Uh, let's see. Moving along, we've got Crime Syndicate number six, so that'll close out this mini series. So it'll be very interesting to find out what's going to happen with our uh, crime syndicators. Will they come together as a team? Will they be stopped? Will they stay on Earth three? Where will they go? Did you uh, happen to read this Crime Syndicate book? I was checking out the first couple. I will tell you this, and I don't. I don't mean to knock any writers or stuff like that. It was kind of boring. Okay. Um, like in the back, they did these new origins. For
0: the crime syndicate? For the trilogy crime trilogy.
1: Kid characters. So like as we can see here on cover six, they'll be focusing on uh, Ultraman. And I love the fact that it's Doc Shaner, because he always draws heroes. So peppy and silver agey. <laughs> and now we get to see a very malicious Ultraman. Um, it just, it didn't hook me. So I don't know. Like I'll probably cheat and revisit issue six. But issues one, two, and three, I just was kind of let down by it it's
0: so. interesting I, I wouldn't expected anybody to be like hey let's let's make a crime syndicate book
1: yeah it kind of really did come out of like okay this is left field but i mean talk about timing because marvel had just done all their uh heroes Reborn with the squadron supreme that's true and it's like that's so crazy that it's yeah. like both companies like evil superman let's go but then again with shows like the boys and uh oh what's robert kirkman's invincible invincible you know it makes sense so, yep. yeah yeah Think as I do the the temple. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move along. Crush and Lobo issue three will be out. Mariko Tamaki will be taking on her crazy adventures with the Cesarian family, and I love that cover. B the the classic father daughter pose. That's fantastic. DC Horror presents The Conjuring: The Lover issue three. So if you're into The Conjuring and you want more from that universe, check those books out. Green Lantern, Issue 5, will be out. So this will be very interesting to see. Uh, the cover shows Joe Sovenger going up against the entirety of the Sinestro Corps. Uh, so it'll be interesting because basically all, like, the great power battery has been destroyed. Green Lantern rings do not work. So, like, even Jon Stewart doesn't have a ring. Uh, this book is carrying the weight of all the earth lanterns in it so that's like what nine characters to showcase (laughs) what's going on uh a little bit of what happened in future state will it's alluded to here so whether or not we get to there or not will be an interesting question Uh, i've been enjoying the book so far but issue four was very slow so i really hope this one picks up and then also if you're a fan of suicide squad the movie variant covers will be there so felipe massara will be doing a uh Polka dot man, thinker,
0: and javelin. Javelin, that's right. A bunch of staros (laughs) behind him. So, So, are do you think that that any of these the like, why why pick the Green Lantern book to have a suicide squad cover? Do you think a
1: Green Lantern is going to show up in the movie? I don't think a Green Lantern will show up in the movie, but I do know there is some history with Javelin. Uh, I think he actually first appears in Green Lantern, really, yeah. He was a Green is it, Lantern villain because he throws a wood wood thing and well, he's he a to yellow get... javelin to oh, fight, yeah. to fight <laughs> Hal and the, the other yeah yeah so um, so I mean I, I think it's just random marketing I don't think somebody's really sitting back there like hey did you know this cool history fact yeah <laughs> DC's like top tier management. I don't, they're just, they're suits. They're not people who are into it. But, That's fair. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, hey, what books are kind of hot right now? And let's put a variant on it. So, Green Line a safe bet. Uh, Joker presents a puzzle box. Number one will be out. So, this is a crazy one. It's going to be a mystery that you need to solve as well. So, I think this is going to play, uh, I would say it's definitely out, outside of continuity, uh, but it's going to play with a lot of characters. You're going to see heroes and villains, you know, it's basically Joker pulls the ultimate con. You, the reader, need to figure it out, and then why everybody's going get Joker is gonna be part of the fun of it. <laughs> okay, so it could be interesting. Written by Matthew Rosenberg
0: with a cover by Chip Zdarsky. Yeah, yeah, that's incredible.
1: Yeah. And then quite a few variants there, so oh, can tell more than just one that. person yeah. cover. <laughs> yep, uh, Justice League Infinity Number Two will be out. J.M. Dematis and James Tucker are teaming up to bring us back the wonderful world of animation. So if you enjoy Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. Come back for more adventures. Justice League issue 66 will be out with Brian Michael Bendis and Phil Hester uh, putting us on some wild adventures. And don't forget there's a Justice League League Dark backup in that book. Uh, Then we will also have Nice House on the Lake number three if you want some more of the black label fear stuff. Sensational Wonder Woman number six will be out. So these are more kind of offbeat tales of the warrior Amazon, but you can just see more adventures of Wonder Woman, which is always a great thing. Sensational. Is that a a title they've used before? Sensation Comics. So that was like, I think she appears in All-Star Comics first. And I think her first cover appearance was Sensation Comics. So that's why she's the sensational Wonder Woman. Okay. Well, uh, so that actually, somebody did their history for that title. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Suicide, get Joker number one. I knew why I thought that phrase. Suicide Squad, Yeah, so here's another one. Yeah, so like uh, the best way I could look at this one. This is probably, oh my god, I don't even, like, for fans of Suicide Squad, this is probably the book to read. For people who are curious about Suicide Squad, this is a good starting point. And for people who want the Suicide Squad, you're probably going to buy it anyways. I can't (laughs) even pitch it to you, but it's just, yeah, so it's it's basically like, hey, let's have some more play with these groups of characters. Um, This one, actually, I know kind of miffed. The, uh, car- the creators of, um, oh, Wild Dog, because this is the that's one right. where they were like, hey, let's make Wild Dog be one of the insurrectionists, and the creators are like, he's not that, and that ticks <laughs> us off, so there you go, shock value, and the book's finally coming out.
0: Yeah, that's so funny is, like, getting the Joker involved in suicide, like, whenever i read suicide squad like i liked the teams that were of the d list characters not not so much the characters that you're going to get to see in this the suicide squad movie because it's a little too far down the list but like like uh clue master like you know those kind of d level characters i I like i I don't i don't want to see the joker or uh i don't know uh, reverse well, like Lex flash luther shouldn't yeah. be there i don't want to see those big but i know that the comic book has the the company needs to throw those guys in there because you need to you need the name recognition you need to sell the book like why why should anybody care about a book that doesn't have a named villain in it kind of thing
1: yep yeah so like that's what's going to be kind of like it's exciting to see suicide squad on the rise but it's sad because it's going to lose what made it its own thing because yeah you're right like the days of you know some of the b list c list d list characters being on it is gone because now suicide squad is going to be a top tier name so it's going to have it's always going to have harley quinn on the team and it's always
0: going to have uh we'll get
1: a top tier superman villain a top tier batman probably black manta yeah you know cersei cheetah you know stuff like that yeah
0: i kind of hope that we get um with the suicide squad becoming popular again we get uh secret six back
1: that'd be fun yeah that was one i remember reading uh, well, speaking of all the Suicide Squad, so Su-Squad, Suicide Squad, Volume 6, Issue 6 will be out. Uh, if you look at the main cover, though, going back to the Crime Syndicate, we'll notice that um, Bloodsport, the guy we're going to be talking about, is actually getting his head crushed by Ultraman. So the Suicide Squad is going to be taking on the Crime Syndicate. So that's going to be pretty wild. So, yeah, in
0: this version, like, they this, the – the. Blood sport that's in there, is he has a skull like it, yeah he doesn't have skin on his face. Well, no,
1: he's got he. It's a mask. Oh, is it a mask? Yeah, because watch oh, if, okay. if you scroll down a little right there, this cover, that's the one I was referencing. Oh, as I we see, see him getting see it crushed. Okay. Yeah, so he's got this, and I think it's that's gonna be like the, so the comic book styled did they, costume in the movie. Did they change up Bloodsport to make him look more yes. like Taskmaster? Uh, basically yeah honestly i mean I, I hate to say it this way but it's like well since we're not getting will smith to come back who can we get that's the character because with with blood sh- no now i can't dead shot with the changes that they made right it's like okay well you know obviously we want we want minority poc characters to be up there so it's like okay well I know some fans, you know, they are okay with change. They're not okay with change. That's just people's opinions. But it's, I think this time they're kind of like, okay, what's the character that we can take that we can have fit that? And Bloodsport's just what the see, doctor ordered. But I, he's, I really feel like you know, that was the, the mistake. Why go with
0: Bloodsport and not go with Bronze
1: Tiger? Like Bronze already- Tiger would have been – but see, I, I think Bronze Tiger, though – bronze tiger to me is a hero. So I want him to be the handler. So I want to see his role be the guy who's conflicted. Like I know I'm good, but I'm hanging out with these people so much. I hope it's not rubbing off on me.
0: Yeah. But then that would have been the the thing to do, but like he's in prison because as a FBI agent or CIA agent, whichever one it was, like he killed
1: a bunch of people because they killed his wife. Like, yeah, he let it out when it, when it took him. So yeah. And I, I, and, and again, that, that walks that line. Like it's a good, Hero crossing, you yeah. know, but I think because to me, the draw of Deadshot is the fact that he's got a family, right? You know, so it's like, no, you're a horrible person, ah, uh, but you're a father. So you want to see do good. <laughs> so blood sport, but he's got enough of he's got nothing that whatever they make is what it will become. So that's what's going to be tough. And that's, you'll hear more about that as we talk about. It. But yeah, very much, I think you're right. When they were remolding him for this movie, it's like, how can, like, this death, this taskmaster, he looks like he's going to be pretty cool. So. Yeah. How can we bite enough but not bite off too much? You know, yeah, just yeah. to give him the skull mask, like that's weird. Yeah, it's so random. Like I personally, I'm a I like the redhead man. I thought that was cool. Yeah, it's and, good enough. You know, but yep, yeah, those days are gone. <laughs> I Guess so. He doesn't want to look yeah. like a teenage mutant ninja turtle. I guess. Yeah. No. No. no yep. Yeah, so, uh, but let's move it along. Swamp Thing issue six will be out. So Ram V will be taking the green elemental to some wild shenanigans. So definitely, I hear good stuff there. So if you're interested, Last God will be getting it as a hardcover now what's this what's last guide i'm not 100 sure i know it's a black label book uh i think it's just writing off the success of philip kennedy johnson um from the looks of it it definitely looks like it's like it doesn't ha- monsters does it have monsters and magic and stuff like that so i want to say it's just a book published by dc oh it doesn't but I don't have any dc in, characters yeah, in it It won't be continuity so oh, okay uh yeah high-powered brutal noonst dark fantasy epic so yeah, so if you're you know the D and D spectrum of things, that's definitely where that's looking. Okay. Uh, Omac, the One Man Army Corps by Jack Kirby will be getting a trade paperback collection. We're paper going back, back to Jack
0: Kirby's One yeah. Man Army. Well, now
1: I'm curious. This has me wondering. Is Omac so, going to be playing a bigger yeah, it Could be something? something in Suicide Squad. Maybe we see Ooh,
0: him. you in Suicide? I mean, you know? why not? It'd be yeah. that'd be the place to
1: to throw a, a, crazy an Omac that in it'll there. Work? Yeah, yeah, I mean, we're
0: we're getting Starros, so right,
1: <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, crazy craziness. Uh, if you are excited about Neil Gaiman's Sandman, the deluxe edition book three hardcover will be out if you want to add that to your collection. And if you want some adventures, get Supergirl Adventures Girl of Steel Trade paperback. So this will take some of her animated appearances and give you a small digest size for it. Yeah, because they, they picked the
0: version that is the the animated version of her, the, the Superman in the animated series mm-hmm. version of her. Uh, she didn't get her own series, did she? for comics
1: or for, for tv I didn't for tv oh no no for tv she but for just comics appeared. She did that version uh, of the comics got her own well when she was in the comics she just kind of more guest appeared like she'd pop up in the superman one the jlu mm-hmm. jla comics but yeah that was about it all right let's see getting ready then so come back for wonderful wednesday for your marvel fix so avengers issue 47 will be out so um jason aaron will basically be having the avengers go up against the russians so we are having the winter guard which has now basically been redesigned to meet the black widow standards but they're going to be coming and they're trying to get jennifer walters to put her in the red room program and make one hell of a black widow who's this on the the Lee? i have no Clues. clue so yeah uh amazing artist but yeah i have no clue who this agent looking fellow is uh could it be um, is it pete wisdom yeah maybe pete wisdom um he's got a there's nothing really like screaming out any identity on the character right
0: yeah i I, nothing really stands out to me unless he's a a winter guard
1: well maybe maybe it's somebody from the winter guard but Interesting. Yeah. yeah, that is pretty wild for, her. usually they try to make sure it's somebody you know on those variants. So I don't know. <laughs> but I'm out of touch with Avengers anymore. I have no clue. Uh, let's see. Deadpool, Black, White, and Blood, number one is out. If Carnage could have one, then so can Deadpool. So this will be a uh, just fun series of books that are in continuity, not in continuity, but it's getting all kinds of writers and artists to get their chance to... To have some fun with good old Wade Wilson, was that the name of Carnage's book, Black, White, and Blood? I think so, oh. or maybe his was Red, White, and Blood. Oh, okay, Red, White, I don't know, something. Yeah, Red, Black, and Blood should be something. Yeah, yeah, but everybody's doing it. But I think I think publishers are going to like this because it's like, huh, this minimalist color printing is cheaper and way more effective. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Right now, we are going through extreme carnage. That's right. We have an event going on. So, if you want to learn more about Lasher, they will be getting their own one shot. So, definitely check that Nobody out if you wants want more. to know more about Lasher. <laughs> Your money does. That's right. That's all it's about. Yep. So, more symbiotes, more books, more buying. That's. I all mean, it is. I feel like
0: I. You know what? And. And I'm out of line because there's someone out there that read Lasher back in the 90s and was like, that's my symbiote. That's the <laughs> the symbiote I connect with and I'm dismissing it. But like, there are so many symbiotes out there and, oh, yeah. and they do so many different things and there's forgettable and then there's, you know, the other ones that maybe stick out more like Riot. Like we know Riot now because of the last Venom movie, but like, did
1: anybody really remember Riot? As no. The, I mean, as honestly, symbi- for me, symbiotes... It just goes carn or venom, carnage, and then now I can't think of the the female was was she toxic? Toxic is one, but now here's where the tricky part is. I remember two female symbiotes. One was black and green, and one was like red and orange. So one's toxic, the other one's like scream or scream. I think her name is yeah. yeah. That's the one I remember. Yeah, and you then know, yeah. you can tell I remember it very well. <laughs> but see, and then
0: and then if you don't want to go off of those hybrids or offspring, there's. There's anti Venom and there's uh, Agent Venom. Like, well, I guess the Venom symbiote for Eddie Brock and the Venom symbi- symbiote for Flash Thompson is supposed to be the same one, right? Yeah, yeah. And the one that was on Scorpion was the same one. Yep. So.
1: God, that was such a horrible mixture. <laughs> like, Let's give the symbiote to Matt Gargan. Oh, <laughs> no. Because you took two villains and you made them half. Yep. You know? Yep. Yeah, gross. All right, moving along. Guardians of the Galaxy will be getting an annual, so volume six, annual number one. This will tie into the Infinite Destinies. So if you're getting ready for the next big crossover, here we go. And this is basically going to be a fight between the gods. So I was going to say, who are the people in that cover there? So the one with the jacket is Hercules. The person he's fighting against... The blonde with the thing across his chest? Yeah, I want to say, I think it might be... They aged Hercules. Yeah, they gave him that cool, like, I've got the white streak of hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's on. Oh, gosh. Um, who is it they always joke about? Like, who's the archer in the star symbols?
0: Taurus? Oh, no. Um, it is the great hunter.
1: Orion. Orion. I think that's supposed to be Orion, but I'm not too sure. Um, so her, well, the solicit is Hercules has always been known as the Prince of Power. That is until a younger Prince showed up to outmuscle him with the aid of an all powerful infinity stone. Even a complete idiot can develop the quads, delts, and abs of a Prince of Power. But why was it this idiot focus on your core? True believers. The answer will shock you. So this is the infinite idiot as I'm going to call him. So yeah, I guess this is the person that has the power stone, um, in these. So basically these infinite destinies will just be, Uh, New characters that somehow wound up with the Infinity Stones. So the Marvel Universe is tracking them down and we're either going to find out if they're going to be good, if they're going to be evil, or if they're going to be popular enough to get their own comic book series.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, who, who wouldn't want their own pop comic book series, right? Right. So, yeah. So
1: it's just basically, I, I kind of feel like, and I wish they would have done this earlier, where it feels like it's like, well, hey, you know, DC had pretty good success with that uh, emotional spectrum. Maybe we should do the same thing. It's like, yes. Yes, you should. It, it'll please is me that's all I got to worry about but yeah so I guess that's who it's going to be that's the next character we're going to discover craziness uh, Hellions issue 14 will be out so we are post um, the gala. gala we are post hellfire gala but we are pre inferno and trial of Magneto so everything's getting crazy right now so definitely watch your X books to see what's going to be happening
0: so uh, on the the variant cover we have in I- 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 how do you say it? this oh, Inuk? in Inuk- Inukli. Inuk- it is the AAPI heritage cover. So yes, these are Asian characters. So I'm betting the earlier one on the Avengers was Pete Wisdom,
1: or um, the one who was practicing magic. He was on Wandavision. He, Mike. Uh,
0: oh, A- Agent Woo. Um, Woo. Yeah. I think maybe that was Agent. Oh, that Wu. was supposed to be Agent Woo. I think so. Okay, then never mind. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there
1: you go. The Asian covers. Yeah. For uh, Asian heritage. Yep. All right. So here we are. Immortal Hulk number 49. That's right. Next issue is the end. So how crazy can they make this? Wait, are we only going to Immortal Hulk number 50? Yep. Yeah. Well, because Al Ewing is going to be leaving the book. Uh Uh, I think the way it's working out, Donnie Coates or Cates is on Venom. Al is on Hulk. They're going to leave because they've had their big runs. But then they're going to be trading places. So, so we're going to have Owl on Venom and we're going to have Donnie on, on Hulk. Hulk. So yeah, craziness. Okay. Will they pick up the pieces and play? Or will they craft their own? Who knows? And though? Immortal Hulk has Amadeus Cho
0: on the, cover, on the alternate nope. cover.
1: Let's see here. Uh, then we've got Miles Morales' Spider-Man Marvel Tales number one. Uh, I would recommend picking this book up. It will be a reprint of some of his early appearances. I think pretty much... His first appearance and then the first storyline from when he becomes Spider-Man in the Ultimate Universe. Uh, But these have been firing up on the secondary market. So clearly something is going to be happening with Miles. Maybe December. Who knows? Who knows? So we'll see. Uh, Savage Avengers. I can't believe that book still exists. Issues 23 will be out. Uh, Jerry Duggan and Patrick Zercher will be teaming up. So Conan and Doctor Strange will be going up against... Oh, God, I forget that thing's name. gran or something like that, but uh, I yeah. always remember it from the, the video Marvel superheroes. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, Shang-Chi issue number one got a second printing so that is great news uh we've got that movie to look forward to in october
0: no uh september september oh
1: even better earlier so yeah so that's good stuff there oh and by the way issue two got a second printing so yeah if you go to your local comic shop if you missed out you have a chance to recover silk issue five will be out so we get to see more adventures of cindy and her wildness Sinister War Issue Two will be out, so this is Nick Spencer's final story on the Spider-Man books. Ugh, I'm gonna read it, but I don't want to read it. <laughs> the Sinister War, yeah, the Sinister War. I mean, I'm excited for the idea. Like, I don't know, like go back in time with me. Remember when they did the Rogue War? Mm-hmm. That was cool, you know. But that was Jeff Johns with Wally West as the Flash. Like that was. <laughs> awesomeness. This is a great idea but it's just, I'm sorry, and I mean no offense Nick Spencer, like I know you are just getting crapped on, but dude... Please tell a story in, like, six issues, not 16, okay? <laughs> like, I would love to just know what's going on for once. This uh,
0: variant B cover by Mark Bagley? Yeah, yeah. It looks like it's... Is it a
1: wraparound, or is it a Yeah, piece so it'll together? actually connect to issue one. Um, so, of course, Spider-Man's in the middle of the two sinister groups. Because gotcha. I think it's, like, the sinister six and then the savage six, I think, is the way they're playing it. Because, like, one is more, like... Because what? Do we have six characters there? Yeah. So I think they might be the savage six. One, So two, vulture, three, two, tarantula, four, scorpion, five, um, a lizard-looking guy, but probably not the lizard, rhino, and oh, God, what are those snake people that always attacks Captain America? Um, Cobra? Serpent Co- Society. Yeah, Serpent Society. One of those members. So his name could be Cobra. I don't know. But yeah, so that's that's that group. Uh, and then I think the other side will be more like Doc Ox group. And more of your classic villains, even though some of those are classic. Uh, What is this? Yeah, Brian Hitch is also in on it, too. So he's got the cover. A. uh, So we see Sandman electra i like to call her well, that's tough i guess you can't call, you can't her, call her electra no because it's electro and Electra would make sense but electra's well but Electra's daredevil right now so it's okay. It's true the name's up for grabs <laughs> this is why i should be the eic right now anyways so yeah plenty of variant colors for you to choose from for sinister war uh will this undo yeah and taskmaster is part of it for some reason of course he is yeah, hey, money <laughs> uh this is gonna be a big one that i'm very excited about spirits of vengeance spirit rider number one so yes we are going to get another uh spirit of vengeance uh but i'm excited because i love things ghost rider so that's going to be really awesome to see uh but i believe b earl taboo i think is part of um a a music band fergie's band what was Oh, oh the black eyed peas the black eyed peas i believe yeah I think so uh, this this uh, taboo is a is a is a musician. So they're going to be coming over and doing some comic book stuff. So um, the hype's real, but a delivery is where it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Then we've got some Star Wars books, if that's your thing. So this bounty hunters is going on right now. So definitely get involved. Um, next up, we will have Ultraman Trials of Ultraman number five as he goes through his second series with Marvel Comics. Then Venom, issue 35, a.k.a. issue 200, will be getting a second print. And I would strongly say save your money And because they are going to be doing an incentive cover. Um, so I don't know if Patrick Gleason is drawing this one, but they did a Spider-Man like that where it's Spider-Man's profile webbed out. And it just went nuts, and they've done it like white on black, black on white, red on blue, blue on red. The same image, color-toned, and people are going gaga for it. So, hey, the next step is do it with Venom. There you go. I'm sure we'll get some Carnage One, I'm sure we already have, so yeah. Uh, The WB of Spider-Man issue three will be out, so if you want to get some more all-age adventures, definitely check that out. X-Men issue two will be out. I loved issue one. I think it's been long enough that we can talk spoilers. So the X-Men live in a tree house and they have their own giant mech and they save people. That's right. Every childhood fantasy is now part of our adulthood.
0: <laughs> I think they've just thrown everything out there for the X-Men now at this point. That's 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 a lot.
1: Yeah, it's it's insane. But it's getting crazy because uh, there was a great exchange between Ben Uric and Cyclops. And... People, we as fans, we know that the X Men have resurrection protocols. But the rest of the world doesn't know that. So how is the rest of the world going to react when they discover that? Hmm. And then what's going to happen when people are going to try to go for that technology? So it's going to be very, very interesting. So Jerry's doing some great setup over there. And the AAPI heritage cover for that has armor on it. And I also love these trading card covers. So that takes us back. That wraparound design was I think the X-Men Series 1 trading cards are Marvel Series 2 trading cards, but I love that. So issue one with Cyclops, issue two will be rogue. Then for collected editions, David Michelin and Todd McFarlane's Amazing Spider-Man will be re-released as an omnibus again. So if you already have it, you already have it, but if you don't, here's another chance. And it collects the Amazing Spider-Man issue 300, which was the uh, cameo appearance of Venom. So we start seeing the symbiote leave spidey and go somewhere else and i love that those two covers of the uh omnibus that was like the first time they did that where it's like we've got this cool pose of spider-man so let's do it in all kinds of different ones so that was like one of the first precursors to this like generation or decade style where it's like somebody will draw an image and that becomes the one to recreate over and over
0: but essentially since this is on here twice you can buy the book twice with two different covers
1: yeah and the sad part is, it's just the dust jacket. It's just the so dust the jacket. The insides yeah. will be the same. <laughs> I w- now this is why I can't work for Marvel because. They would hate me. I would just make the the dust jacket reversible. Yeah. And that way, if you want to display it with the symbiote style or if you want to go classic and then they'd be like, but you didn't get people to see out $200 for the same book. I know because <laughs> I'm, I'm not a not jerk. A, <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. Moving along. Uh, Dan Juergens, his Captain America run is getting the omnibus edition collection as well. So if you want to read some wild stuff, I remember being excited about this because Bucky... Yeah, that's right. I'm one of the five people. Uh, this is well before the Winter Soldier, but there was a tease like, hey, maybe Bucky's back. Maybe he's coming back. And You know, it's funny because as I've been reading more about the history of Marvel and behind the scenes, pretty much ever since the 80s, they had been trying to bring Bucky back. So it wasn't just like, you know, (laughs) hey, here we go, Ed Brewbreaker's the man. No, he's just the one who had the best pitch that made it. Or he got lucky that he had editors who wanted it as well as him pitching it. But yeah, but yeah, there's one of the early attempts to bring Bucky back. Uh, and by bringing Bucky back, that means we have the Captain America: Death of Captain America omnibus. So Ed Brewbreaker was the one to do it. He brought Bucky back, and then he killed Steve. So if you want to read those adventures, definitely check it out here. By the way, as Mitch mentioned earlier, yes, there will be variant covers for omnibuses. That's don't collect horrible. them. <laughs> I mean, yes, help out, but don't get do the that one to that yourself. you want. Do and not choose get both. what you want. Clip art, the other get a Pinterest account. <laughs> uh, Curse of the Man Thing, I know that's the what I got to live with. Uh, Steve Orlando <laughs> has taken his own Adventures of Man Thing and made a mini series there, so it is now collected in trade paperback. Ooh cares about man thing hey swamp things hot you gotta try okay we just gotta get our things in fight (laughs) wait a second uh excalibur by teeny howard volume one will be out so if you are collecting the x-men books you have two ways you could do it in the um i believe it's called the reign of x-trade series which will release all the books in order or you could collect them by title in that order as well Golden Age Captain America Omnibus Volume Two will be out, so we're going back in time is, and revisiting the Golden Age of Captain America. Is there something going on in Captain America? What's why? Why, why do we have so many the uh, I know Captain that America? is actually kind of interesting. Uh, probably. Oh yeah, it should be his uh 1941. So if I do my math real quick, it's his 80th he, anniversary. Okay. So yeah, because um, well, what December 7th was Pearl harbor. Right. So actually no, then they're a year behind cuz I think Cap comes out in
0: 1940.
1: Oh. So yeah, Marvel's late. Well, they couldn't um, get it out last year last yeah, year with the, pandemic. with the pandemic. So it looks like everything's been pushed back. I know we are in the big United States of Captain America. Right, I remember that. So that's the uh anniversary styled story. So yeah, that's hey, Cap's celebrating. Let's let's do a bunch of books. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Hellions by Zeb Wells. Volume two will be getting the trade paperback collection edition. Maestro war Packs. Peter David's back. And so is Maestro. So if you like that series, pick it up. New mutants by Vita Ayala issue. Or sorry, volume one will be out. So if you want to get some of that, um, adventure series. Check it out. Epic Collections for the New Mutants. So we're going to go way back in time when Louis Simonson was writing the New Mutants. And this is before they will become X-Force, but they are on their way to becoming that way. So definitely check out those old school adventures. Wolverine Black, White, and Blood Treasury Edition. This is going to be a big, big book. So get ready to lay on the floor and read it. Wolverine Omnibus Volume 2 will be out with a Jim Lee cover or a Barry Windsor Smith cover. Uh, This is going to be exciting because we're starting to revisit the Weapon X, or sorry, not revisit, we are visiting the Weapon X era, so we're going to start learning more about Wolverine. And by the way, there's a, a third cover by John Byrne. Wow, that got three different <laughs> covers for that omnibus set.
0: I, 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 at first I was like, oh, three different omnibuses for, for Wolverine, but nope, this is the same one just with variant covers. <laughs> yep. Uh, there you, there it is. There's your, your <laughs> massive uh, omnibus spinner rack for this week. Uh, enjoy at your own risk.
1: Yeah, please take cash. Do not take your debit card. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. As we stated at the beginning, we are going to be talking about Robert Dubois, Bloodsport. Now, this character came out in 1986. 86. So we're talking post-crisis. Yeah. Post-crisis uh, DC Universe uh, created by John Byrne and Carl Kessel.
1: Uh, actually just John Byrne.
0: Oh, yeah. Wikipedia page says Carl Kressel.
1: So they're probably talking the second blood sport. Copy that. Yeah, because Wikipedia, I love them too. But yeah, they're going to, so they're going to give you the full family. I'm looking at the uh, fandom one, which will give us a singleton. Uh, yeah, just the only reason I know that is just because I remember this is actually the era when John Byrne got lured over to DC Comics. And he revamped Superman, as you mentioned, were post-crisis, and so at the time he was doing all of it. Like the only thing that he wasn't in control of was Adventures of Superman, because that was Marv Wolfman and Jerry Ordway, I think, at this time.
0: Okay, so Robert Dubois shows up first in Superman Volume Two, Number Four. Yes, buy it now or pay later. <laughs> <laughs> now, where is Superman at this point in his? Uh, I wanted to say filmography, but not filmography, uh, you know, comic history.
1: So uh, he just got revamped a la the Man of Steel series. Right. Um, he's the new kid in town. You know, he's he's definitely sure of himself, but there's still things he's learning about the job. Um, so I want to say he's probably like a good place is year two in comic story. So it's really year one, but it's fast track to be like the year 2 of superman. So he's second year of Metropolis, you know, he doesn't have to, you know, people are still excited to see him, but at the same time the cops are used to him by now.
0: Now, we also take into account that this this is uh, I don't know if you can you call it the bronze age version of him or the modern age version. It's it's post-crisis Superman. Yeah. So post-crisis Superman is stronger than Gold, golden age Superman, but not as strong as silver age Superman. Correct? Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. um One of the, I don't I don't know if in our history, U.S. history, uh, uh, at this point in 1986, like we were what what we're recovering from or dealing with, but like this villain is a well in his mind a post Vietnam War vet that wants to take out his anger about the whole thing on everybody. Uh, he uses guns. He's, he's a big dude and he wears a mask. Like, what is it that John Burns trying to say about our society at this point? Do you think?
1: Well, what's interesting here, I, I would still say, and again, I guess my my thoughts and views are my opinions. <laughs> yeah, like, but the thing is, now, like, so if you actually, when you read this comic at the end of it, there is a, you know, we we you know, a salute to the black wall. It is, uh, and there is. So it, you know, it's so I want to say like, because um, actually, my my uncle was in the Vietnam War, um, so. And he didn't want to talk about it. He didn't want to acknowledge it because it was a tough one because it's like it's not America's finest hour. The American people are not happy with it, but the government views it as a necessary thing. So I think this is kind of maybe like I want to say this is opening up to the fact that we're going to acknowledge the veteran, not the system. Right. So I think that's what this is bringing attention to. Now, it is an interesting one because like draft Dodgers using that term people hate draft Dodgers you know oh how dare you you know so people look to that and they they see it as a sign of weakness um I'm very curious that he chose you know because you would have almost thought maybe like the sick twist would have been the fact that Robert Dubois doesn't have his arms or legs himself like those are his weapons Mm -hmm. instead of grafting it onto his younger brother who went in his place so Eventually, there's going to be probably a good argument for mental health in this. You know, like okay, here's a character who's well. That was a that processing was
0: a, Yeah, that was another thing. That was like Superman constantly while fighting this character who already had shot him with a kryptonite bullet was like, look, we need to get you to a mental hospital. Like, we need you to we need to get you help. Like, yeah. he, he's the first pages of this book. Uh, Bloodsport has come in and shot up a coffee shop, oh God, killing yeah. 25 people, just civilians. He His his manifesto is that, you know, uh, Mickey and I died, or got our asses shot off in Vietnam and you guys come back here and this is how you act. This is how you, you don't, you know. Yeah, we eat.
1: didn't do, we didn't, we didn't sacrifice for this. Yeah. yeah. Clean up your act
0: metropolis. Like that was the thing. Yeah. We do eventually find out through Jimmy Olsen of all people, because he's, the great investigator that he is. Yeah, yeah, he's not he, just a Coffee Boy. <laughs> he grabbed he grabbed one of the guns that uh, Bloodsport just threw away, uh, got the fingerprints off of it, went and found out that this guy never was in uh, Vietnam. Actually, his little brother took his place after he went to Canada to to dodge the draft, like you said, but had a had a mental breakdown and in like after his brother came back with. Uh, as a paraplegic missing all four limbs um and he uh you know uh went and got the brother from I, I would guess a uh man i'm blanking on the name of the hospitals that the veterans use
1: oh nobody wants to talk about that place um, because
0: of the system is bad yeah yeah um, um
1: but well actually i would even argue i don't reed, think walter yeah, reed, walter reed uh, i don't even think he was acknowledging his brother like no. cause it was interesting because they, they do mention that for 12 years he had been bouncing around mental facilities. Yeah. Um, and even then, sadly, like the part that doesn't get talked about, like it's kind of up to the reader to acknowledge this, but like, luther is like because in so i guess spoiler to this luther is the madman behind all this so he's like hey let's just get a crazy guy give him weapons and maybe he'll kill superman (laughs) and it's like okay luther you know you know uh that's why making luther a businessman was the greatest decision ever because it's so vile yeah uh sorry to our sponsors no but uh (laughs) but anyway so yeah so that was the perfect description of a candidate for somebody who would go that route um so I would wager it was actually probably more Jimmy Olsen who was like, well, let me go find the brother. And, you know, to shock Robert out of this rage, he, you know, Jimmy brings Mickey and Mickey's like, dude, you need to calm down. Like, this is not the way to do this. This is not the way to handle it. Um, it's a very, it's a very touching issue. You know, because it, it, it does. I mean, it it deals with family. It deals with families falling out from war, mental health, all kinds of wild issues. Um, so, I mean, I would recommend you read it. I would recommend you really read this before you even go watch the movie. Uh, just because it's it's a good issue. Like, I mean, I know, you know, like, well, your taste may vary, but I think it was a good issue. Like, it, it really hammered home to some stuff. You know, it brings some stuff without... You know, throwing it in your face and it really gets you to think about the plight of others Uh, because Bloodsport is an interesting villain like I mean he's not just some run of the mill gimmick you know Um, I love his power set so he's got like some kind of teleportation system on him so like the weapons come to him uh, and so that means even Luther is kind of watching in on it because they do they're like oh Superman's here like when they're in the bowling alley fighting so Superman's here so we see you know Bloodsport you know, put his hand out and then boom, the gun appears. And sure enough, he's got kryptonite bullets in this one. So he does shoot Superman. I love the fact that James Gunn knows that. So when James Gunn was like, yeah, you know, like, I think it's either going to be a line said in the movie, or he said it during press, Hmm. they're like, yeah, Bloodsport, the guy who put Superman in the emergency room. People got mad. (laughs) Seriously, people got mad. Oh, who's this bum character? Why are you making him so powerful? This is ridiculous. Dude, it's in Superman issue issue four. Go (laughs) read it. Like, before you get offended, learn, you know, learn if it's worth offense or not. So it was like, wow. So... I think that's cool. I love the fact that all right, sounds like James Gunn did some homework. This is cool. Um, so yeah, yeah. So basically, the issue four—that's the big one. Um, he's like I said earlier. He's really only got three appearances. So just because I've got this number handy, Adventures of Superman issue five twenty six is his death issue. So jumping over to that one. So that takes us to August of ninety five. Now this is interesting because the second blood sport comes out in 93 yeah 93 alex trent so alex trent is a white supremacist uh you can even see it like he's got more of the white hood not klu klux klan style but you know that white hood and and definitely he, he's flexing that but also board. has the same power set yeah yeah He and, can make weapons appear and he changed his up so he managed to put his device into his body so, yeah, it's surgically grafted. I'm thinking to myself, that's stupid. <laughs> because if something goes wrong with that device, okay, we got to open you up and fix it, you know? But, hey, well, you, you know, know, it goes along with like Metallo, right? Yeah. Like, it's the, the idea,
0: like, maybe Luther is throwing two of his things together. Like,. What? once again is that like luther's just like okay Budsport didn't work out the first time i'm gonna keep i keep i saw the
1: trademark to the name so i'm just gonna grab another guy and and pretty much like honestly like if you if you go back to so this we're talking superman issue four uh-huh. if you go back to superman number one um it was a mad scientist who basically picked a homeless guy and <laughs> like You know, kidnapped this guy, rebuilt his body, brainwashed him, you know, like Superman's the first, you know, he's a scout alien who's going to try to attack us, gives him the kryptonite heart. So then Metallo, who's just like, I don't know what's happened to me, but I'm crazy too. So he goes, but in the end, like Metallo's got Superman on the ropes, but then Luther shows up, abducts Metallo. And like you know, he's like, okay, so I'm gonna build my own Mattel. I'm gonna build my own Bazaar. I'm gonna build my own like, yeah. He's just like, you know, Villains Incorporated. What do you (laughs) need? I'll make one. You know, and it's it's just nuts. Yeah. So So,
0: yeah. So six years later, after the first appearance of uh, Bloodsport, Robert Dubois, uh, someone comes in and creates Alexander Trent, also Bloodsport. Like, and then a year after that, they they make uh, another, or they they have Robert DeWall show up. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, so, so after they've created the second one, uh, they decide to get both of these blood sports. And this is such a weird issue. Like, I'm very curious, like, who signed off on this one? So The Adventures of Superman, issue 526. Um, Carl Kessel is the writer. Uh, Rodolfo DiMaggio is the artist on this one. And it's like, because like I look at like I really need I need to sit down and read this one but it's called title bout so in striker island where they're housing all the uh villains so basically think metropolis is arkham so they've got both robert and alex and it's like hey you know alex is a crazy white supremacist robert is a crazy villain they're both of opposite Not opposites, but they're both of different races. So here we go. Let's let's let them fight. And for some reason they're like, yeah, let's have this fight happen, which is basically it just sounds like it's gonna perpetuate more race hate. But then Superman's like, yeah, sure, I'll ref it. Thanks for asking. And it's like, what the heck? You know. So (laughs) eventually it leads to the fight and Alex kills Robert Duball. And so now at this point, we only have the one uh blood sport. So the, the the character of Robert Dubois, he might be back, but he definitely uh he'll probably have some retconning to him. Well, I it's mean, DC Rebirth. So I was going to say everything since then everything. we've had 50
0: new 52 and rebirth, so there's definitely uh yeah, so
1: there's definitely cause to say like hey, he's back, you know.
0: Uh and so I mean there it is. You don't have much. We know that he has a brother that was in the Vietnam War, that might get changed to Iraq War. Uh, you know we ha- we know that he has a power set that's through science it's not 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 so much a uh, mutation or anything that like that but he has a vest or a some type of a contraption that he wears that allows him to transport weapons trans teleport weapons from another place into his hands uh, and he's good at he's I don't even know if he's actually good at shooting.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say if you throw a thousand bullets, you're bound to hit the bullseye. Exactly. So,
0: yeah. I don't know if like they were going for a Punisher like type of character in this, or like Deadshot is obviously a yeah, marksman, done, boom, yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of thing. This is more of a prey and spray.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely say that because even as I'm looking at the abilities, like, so he's got hand to hand, basic hand to hand skills, uh, firearms, but they didn't mention, like, marksmanship. So, yeah, that's what it sounds like. It's just like, I'm just going to put it all out there and (laughs) heaven help you if you're collateral. (laughs) So, do
0: you think Alexander Trent shows up in the movie?
1: I think now this depends. If he does show up, it's just going to be for the fact that, like, hey, you know, like, maybe that's like like play to the idea of in black widow when they were doing the arm wrestling. Yeah. Like you'd have that. So it's like, maybe there's like a prison fight breaks out and it's like, you know, so we see Robert in this world, you know, he bashes Alex and it's like, I ain't got time for this crap, you know? So it's like, Oh, ha ha ha. That's where we get our laugh, you know? So if
0: you have the, um, uh, the new redesign after rebirth of, uh, Robert Dubois, um, blood sport
1: is there any power boost do you know of i wonder if anything maybe a power reduction okay because like yeah the idea that you know you know maybe maybe oh gosh i think it was gunfire was the character and he was the one like he could touch anything and it would become a weapon it would become a gun no <sighs> You know, so yeah, they, they did this horrible thing where they came out up touching his junk. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Heroes in Crisis. Uh, but anyway, so like, I almost wonder if in this one, like, yeah, we make him, you know, in the movie's sake, they make him just a normal guy, and it's like if he goes in with a hundred bullets and two guns, then that's all he's got. So okay. he's got to make it happen. So I think maybe you give him the upgrade for marksmanship, but you give him the downgrade that he doesn't have unlimited weapon access. That's what I'm thinking. I, I think we might see. So like we said, there's
0: not a lot that we can pull from. There's not a lot that we can say, hey, this is the issue I remember him from. We both ended
1: up reading the same issue because it's the one issue that we have. Yeah, that's half of his, his – because there are – if you look, there are eight appearances. Um, four of them are reference material books like a Who's Who, right. a Secret Files, and a DC Encyclopedia. I forget the fourth one. Uh, one is a flashback story, so World's Finest issue 10. Um, but that's the World's Finest from, like, the later 90s, which is a 12-issue series. I highly recommend. I highly recommend. Uh, it's a great examination of Superman and Batman's relationship to the years. So it's fun because they'll visit the year, like, the year Robin died. Uh, what happened? So Batman's back was broken, and Superman died in the same year. So that's kind of a half issue. So, like, Batman reacting to the new Superman Superman reacting to the new Batman. So those were fun things. So it it touches on those. So I imagine like he's credited with issue 10. So I want to say that's probably just going to be a background shot of him. Um, But the two issues that we did talk about, that's his only action. Everything else is just lampoon or reference. (laughs) So then next week when we come back after watching the movie, we'll have more to talk about with uh,
0: Bloodsport, Robert Dubois. But until then, we'll have to uh, just have to stick with what we know.
1: Yeah, well, we're going to see what we know, what will change, and what will be given. Um, I do find it interesting. So McFarland Toys, um, they're going to be giving us Peacemaker. And blood sport as action figures. Wow. Yet they come with swords, not guns. So I'm very curious because I've seen toys with guns. I know they exist. I have a couple. <sighs> so I'm very curious. Like, is that a point from the movie? Or is it just maybe McFarland Toys has a policy? No guns? Uh, yeah. But even then, like, I'm pretty sure the Fortnite toys have guns. So, I was going to say, I, you know, I know Spawn carries a gun. Yeah, right? <laughs> so very weird. So maybe the movie will give me some insight to that. <laughs>
0: maybe. Uh, all right. If you have anything you'd like to add to the discussion about Bloodsport, please talk to us on Twitter. You can find me. I am at Michipedia G-E-M. GEM stands for Geek Elite Media. Chris, where can people find you online? So
1: you can find me on Twitter as well. My Twitter handle is Stuff I Should Say, should being spelled S-H-U-D. Uh, check out my comic book writings on com and aiptcomics.com for all my comic book reviews. The rest of Geekly Media
0: is at Geekly Media on Twitter, at Geekly Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geekly Media is our Facebook page. Check out archive episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our network on our website, geeklypedia.com. Check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Geekly Media, for all exclusive material that you can get that is not, that you can get if you're one of our paid patrons, uh, including Reimagine If, which is uh, this week we're talking about what if stories. So go and check that out. And whatever podcatcher you use to listen to us, please rate and review us. It helps spread the word of our network. But until next time, this is Imagine If on the Elite Media Network saying, always remember to... Geek Out! This concludes our broadcast.
1: Beep.